Welcome one and all to the Track One Side One podcast. I'm your host Gaz Jones and uh, today's show is a bit of a special one as it's my 44th birthday today. I know right, I can't believe it either. Such youthful exuberance. What I've done, I've, uh, I've grabbed one of my old mates and uh, season one alumni, John Saunders, back on uh, to have a good old natter about some of the music that soundtracked our life and times in the mid to late 90s. Again, me talking about the 90s, what a shocker. And uh, as you'll see, it's a brilliant chat and it's all in there from Chemical Brothers to Feeder, Wild Hearts to Buffalo Tom, as chats about the Reading Festival, uh, the College Years, TFI Friday and loads more. So please enjoy, and I'll speak to you as ever at the end. Cheers. Top five side ones, track one. You're listening to the Track One Side One podcast with me, your host, Gaz Jones. The greatest. Each week, a guest picks their five favorite album opening tracks, and we dissect, discuss, and debate each one. So let's put on our classics and have a little chat then, shall we? Yeah, that's right, people. We are live, and today's episode is a bit of a special one. Uh, joining me for my birthday show, my 44th birthday show, we have returning guests, one of my oldest mates. We've got John Saunders. Good evening, mate. How are you? Good evening. I am very, very well. Looking forward to celebrating your birthday with some uh, bad musical choices from our youth. <laughs> Silliness. <laughs> We all made mistakes, mate. You know? <laughs> Still do, you know, but Still do. Yeah, <laughs> it's called the university. Now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean today, um we're gonna be talking about all things mid to late nineties, a particular favourite of mine for anyone that knows me. And uh, I mean basically the way it'll work, I'm uh, John and myself, we've um we've both got hats full of um bits of paper on us, bits of paper, we've got names of bands and songs um we'll pull a random uh, random band out uh, each from the hats um that tied to that particular time period and then we'll spend the next hour moaning about how much better things were back then like when 10 fags are 99p uh tfi was on the telly mtv showed actual music content and glamping hadn't even been invented yet and all these were fields yeah. <laughs> john my friends are you ready yes i am ready all right, we're, we're on the time here. Let me All just right. start, let me just start me my... Uh, you can do. The timer is on. Let's do it. All right, okay. Uh, first one. Oh, it's a beauty. <laughs> can you read that? It's probably going to go out because of my background. It's a cold chamber, loco. <laughs> oh, goodness me. <laughs> now, I know this is not a good song, but I'm not a good band. <laughs> No, but, but it doesn't matter. It but doesn't it matter. doesn't really matter. This song was everywhere, man. And I think it was Max Cavalera around this time said all the best riffs can be played with one finger. Yeah. You couldn't escape this song like if you were if you went to like a rock club or an alternative night 
totally. You would always hear this song around about midnight, and then you'd hear the uh, the chunk, 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 chunk as all the goss with the new rocks come out of the corner yeah. <laughs> <laughs> onto the floor. Old and their snake bite and black, and yeah, uh, trying not to trip over their criminal damage uh, genes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, mate, yes, mate, <laughs> criminal damage. My God. But yeah, um, I actually saw Cold Chamber live, and I met them in a, a oh. signing at Metalheads in uh, Camden. Oh my God! And I, I think somewhere yeah. I could probably dig it out uh, to show you later, but somewhere I have still got the signed Metalheads catalogue by Coal Chamber because they were supporting Machine Head. I think it was Coal Chamber, Napalm Death and Machine Head at the Astoria. Blimey, what, what was that? Was that like the, the Machine Head, the Burning Red tour? No, it was the one before that. It would have been... Uh, oh, food. More Things That's, Change? Yeah, the second more album. Yeah, More Things Change. Yeah, more things yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. good album. It is a good album. Oh, but... Uh, I'm reliably informed that Dez um, Fafara, I've heard that he is a fucking lovely guy. They were really nice. Yeah. The funny bit, well, my mate Richard, who was with me, you know Richard Blakemore very well. He he asked Rainer to sign his packet of Benson and Hedges, and she she taxed a couple of cigarettes off him for the pleasure. Fair. It's, it's a fair swap. It's a fair yeah. swap. I think. I think yeah. she did better out of the deal. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were just quite happy to meet Rainer. Really, it was like a mm. couple of teenage yeah. lads in the meeting the new metal pinup that was Rainer from Cold Chamber. Yeah, I'll never forget that Cab- Max Cavalera quote. I, it must have been in Kerrang or Metal Hammer or something, or maybe it was even you yeah. who told me it. But it was. I, I don't think I believed that quote. The, all the best risk can be played with one finger until I discovered drop D tuning, which <laughs> yeah. is probably around this time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, do you know what? He's right, you know. Yeah. And it opened up a whole kind of world of possibilities. Yeah. Shout out drop D tuning. <laughs> Coal chamber. Wonderful start, mate. Wonderful yeah, start. <laughs> well, I want to pick out first. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> thanks, mate. This is going to be like, you know, like I usually do with, I'll, I'll do a Spotify playlist for all these songs. I uh, hope, yeah. fingers crossed, they're all on there. My goodness oh, me. That would be brilliant. <laughs> uh, it's got to still be on Spotify. It must be. It must be. It must be. All right. It's, uh, okay. My choice is from 1997. We've got Feeder and Polythene Girl. Ooh. They see, yeah, I still yeah. have. It's it's because of that first feeder album. Yeah. I, they still get a pass for me. They they yeah. just do. I I still have yeah. so much love for it. You know, back when they were they were touted as the British British Smashing Pumpkins. They played, I think, Reading '97, '98, '99, yeah. and 2001. All the Reddings I went to, and fantastic festival bands. You know. I see. I I always struggle with them live. I always found them a bit dull yeah. live. Yeah. Oh, really? I don't know why. I think I think I like that first album so much, and then yeah. I saw them live, and it was just maybe it was just the other bands around them at the time where there was stuff I liked similar that seemed to have more. Yeah. I I just it never quite worked for me live, which is a shame because I still like like there's they got some great songs, but it was yeah. just yeah never quite worked out for me. Have you have you still got that that uh, copy of Tangerine on the like the little tiny? Was it like three no, inch vinyl Blake's or something? His parents still have it because I lent it to him and I never got it back. It's oh, really? Still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That was it. Was Metal Hammer's album of the year in 1997? Wow. Know. 
you know, try and keep, you know, let's just let that one simmer for a second. And yeah, some great you songs know. on here. Cement. Yeah, man. Got Cement. You. Cement's good. Crash. Brilliant. Yeah. Stereo Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I, I really like the track yeah. Women in Towels. I think it was on one of their. Yeah. Yeah. That was on the mini album Swim. Yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. And yeah, they were just that whole scene. It still means the world to me. Be that feeder, silver sun, honey crack, wild yeah. hearts, whoever. You know, it's just it was my kind of musical education you know and it and it's and it's music that not only i still love and i still get a lot out of but it, it and it rem, but it reminds me most of just some amazing times that you and me spent together especially yeah. back then yeah 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 know. totally yeah we're very good you times know. i like the way you threw in the band whatever at the end but unless i point out that it's a band people might think you're just saying and whatever uh, whatever <laughs> never forget whatever never forget. <laughs> down down on the upside what a yeah, yeah. <laughs> cracker right go on mate oh now, this one's a bit of a cheat, I have to say, because uh, it's Chemical okay. Brothers, Block Rockin' Beats. And we mm. rinsed this song, but I never yes. had the album until about three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I never that, uh, had the album, I think. But that I had the single of that, and it's mm-hmm. the first track on the album, so I'm counting yeah, it. Is. I can't put it as a like a great opener in the terms of, because I haven't really listened to the album that much. But that, yeah. I think yeah. every band we were in covered that song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it was one it just, of the first bass lines I learned. You know, even for years after that, when I was sound checking bass, like playing a gig, I'd always be, and then the drummer would inevitably just come in crashing in, yeah. <laughs> and then the sound man would get really pissed off, like no drums. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I ever saw Chemical Brothers was I think Reading ninety seven ninety eight ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they played. Unbelievable seeing them live, especially at that time when they were coming off the back of this album. Yeah. And what was the one with Noel Gallagher set in sun? That was a really good tune. Yeah. The psychedelic wheel, I think it's called like the last track on the album. And yeah, chemical brothers, man. It was, this was the time where I, I all of a sudden I got dance music. Yeah, exactly. You I know. think it was this track. It was like, Oh, you can have instruments on it. Mm, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm, like in that mm. kind of like, and it just made more sense to me. And I think yeah. this and, um, and then like, there was electric like prodigy and yeah fatherland definitely yeah was huge, Atari man. teenage riot and stuff like that yeah. sort of made me go like oh like electronic music can be really heavy and in your face yeah. but it's not just about dancing and happy hardcore you know no exactly yeah <laughs> propeller heads were a massive one for me as yeah, well yeah, yeah. And like uh early groove armada left field stuff like that it's like yeah, yeah. Uh, you know it, it wasn't just like i don't know like up until that kind of point like dance music it was just about singles like yeah. you know like i don't know like albums like jilted generation and stuff like that going forwards and like i don't know early fat boy slam albums stuff it proved that it was a viable commodity and it, and it could be an actual like body of work it could be an album yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah it was a wonderful yeah it was a it was a wonderful time for for that and 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 how just all those kind of like scenes kind of crossed over like in indie kids were into the dance music the dance music people were like into their indie music and their rock and you know, the, all the tribes just kind of mixed and yeah. mingled, and it was it was yeah. wonderful. There was there was no kind of judgment. There was no kind of boundary lines like you can't like this because it's ours. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. In the nineties, that was definitely starting to happen more and more. I think. I yeah. think it. I think I imagine it was more indie kids and metalers going to raves. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and ha- <laughs> having <laughs> yeah having having biblical moments. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. totally, totally, man. A good choice, mate. I, I haven't actually listened to that song in ages. And it's 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am genuinely surprised that no one's actually picked that as a track. One side I did, one I did try and convince uh, one of the bands I was in that we should do a cover of that because I reckoned I could nail most of it on my theremin. I probably couldn't. Oh, my goodness me. <laughs> that would have been incredible. <laughs> was, was that going to be Hectate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we did Cliff Wonderful. Richard instead, so, you know, fine. Wide for sound? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Banger. <of> course. <laughs> Banger. Shed 7 did a good cover of that. Not as good as ours, but, you know, bless them. Of course not. Yeah, bless them. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's always room for a second best. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's where I see it. All right. Oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Reef, place your hands. Oh, (laughs) come on. Come on. It's your letters. It's your letters. (laughs) See, uh, I think anyone of a certain age, if you say Reef to them, nine times out of ten, that's exactly what they'll say. Or mini display. Yeah, or mini (laughs) mini display. Exactly. Um, I mean, I, I was I was into Reef from the get go. Yeah. Um, I loved. I remember the mini disc advert. Uh, I remember seeing them on the words and buying like Good Feeling, the first single. I remember buying Naked. Yeah. I buying the first album, and I loved it. I remember lending you the first album. I think after we kind of started college, or around yeah. the time that that Glow had come out, and you, I remember lending you like the first album. But Glow's. I mean, it's just. Yes, okay, it's it's not particularly I mean it's, you know, it certainly wasn't particularly fashionable then. No. Um but it it was just something, I don't know, joyous and and uncomplicated about Yeah, it was the, completely unpretentious unpretentious yeah. music and they were just doing what they liked to do. Just a bunch of lads from the West Country banging out some rock tunes, you know? Yeah, just playing out some blues rock, you know. And yeah, yeah, yeah. and and again they were they were fantastic live. I went to see yeah. oh my god, it was I don't know. It was about six, seven years ago now, but I went to like their their twentieth anniversary show. Um, they were playing. Um, oh, what, what's the venue called in? Uh, you, is it still called Coco's? Yeah, yeah, Coco in. Uh, yeah, Coco's. Camden. Yeah, it used to be Camden Palace, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. They were they were bloody great, you know. They opened with "Place Your Hands" for goodness' yeah, sake. They I opened with I, their most famous song. It was mad. I feel like I went. I saw them at a festival view, but. Mm. Like later on, like a down a Donington something or other, like a yeah, 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 yeah. download. I went to see them at the first download. Maybe you come and watch them with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. did. I remember. Yeah. And they did yeah, a they were... Black Sabbath, didn't they? Yeah, they were, they were really yeah. fucking good. I was well yeah. impressed with how good they were because I thought it would be like it would be fun to see them and hear those old yeah. songs. But they were really yeah. genuinely, it genuinely was really fun. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think ne- next year they're going out on tour with A. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. I hope you live to see 45 because I don't know if your heart can take it if these bands are doing these tours. It'd be too much. It'd be too much, mate. It'd be too much. Yeah. God bless them. Your choice, mate. All right. Um, Oh, this one will get you giddy. China drum can't stop these things. Oh, God. Right. Can we we, we talk about the third greatest gig of all time that we both went to? (laughs) (laughs) Now, everyone used to have these conversations or still do have these conversations um not so much around the pub table anymore uh, but in- invariably the conversations are, are amongst the people i used to hang out with in pubs and stuff the- one of the questions through the night would be what bands would you love to see reform and my answer always was silver sun and china drum and i used to get laughed at well <laughs> you know to quite Anna partridge I had the last laugh. <laughs> I never thought in a million years China Drum would, no. would reform. 
I remember getting a message off a um, good friend of mine, Chad, um, saying there's China drum tickets. Because initially the gig was going to be at 93 feet east down. Yeah, Brick Lane. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sold out like that. Yeah. And then it got moved upstairs at the garage, sold yeah. out again, got moved yeah, downstairs yeah, to the garage, got sold out again. I was just like, and even when we arrived and went through it, I, I still thought, I was like, there aren't going to be that many people there. And it was fucking rammed. rammed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking rammed. Yeah. And yeah, I had the best time. Oh, it was so um, fun. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? It was yeah, bloody it was really wonderful. Good. It was it was fabulous. Yeah. And then and, drummer had chops. She came out, I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, you did not think oh, she would have chops, but she No, no. Yeah, and this was the first song they played, I think. Yeah, yeah, gig, yeah, yeah. You know? They hadn't even and like, it, yeah, they hadn't. They'd done a bit of. I don't think they'd even practiced that much for what they were saying. No, 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 no. Um, but like that, that first China Drum album, uh, Goose Fair, it's just an essential mid nineties yeah. kind of British punk rock album. I think it's if people so, are talking about underrated so, albums from yeah. then that time. Then that is yeah. that is up there. Because yeah, I just definitely. feel like it still stands up now. Yeah. Like the choruses they wrote for those songs. Man, then yeah. you're like, right, cool. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, they were like, I don't know. They were kind of like a more commercial Leatherface, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was still quite gruff with the, you know, like dirt and grit under the fingernails. Yeah. But yeah, pop choruses. Yeah, huge pop choruses. Die for, man. You know, like Last Chance, uh, Fall Into Place, Situation, um, A Biscuit Barrel simple and you know their cover of Wuthering Heights possibly the greatest cover of all yeah. time yeah so I mean I, I went to out. see him I saw him at the Reading 96 I think it probably was mm. Mm. and they played the, on the, the second stage in the, in the marquee it's yeah. just like a party there were beach yeah. balls flying around and you're yeah. like oh, you're going to see this band you're like it's a singing drummer I mean I know John are doing good guns with it now but like it's like a yeah. singing drummer yeah. was kind of yeah. you've got the two people up front but they're just like bezes with instruments <laughs> <laughs> and then you got the drum and, and it was weird because it's like what's the focal point because you got two dancers yeah, and then yeah. you, but you can't just see a guy behind a kit or you can see his hands and like mm. his mics in his mm. face mm. but it was such it was just like it was like a kid's birthday party <laughs> it was so much fun yeah. they just it was yeah. just a laugh it was just a proper laugh yeah. they were really like so much energy it was great mm. Uh, in the uh, Green Day When I Come Around video, um, Mike the bassist is wearing a Charm Drum t-shirt. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is very true. I think they, they toured together, uh, like pre-Dookie. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, it was, which is, you know, incredible. But yeah, I, you know, I never thought in a million years they would reform. And nice. um, that that night, it was just, it was just lightning in a bottle. It, the whole night was great, like Midway Still, Vanilla Pod. Yeah, and then China Drum. It was just, yeah, on like a freezing cold fucking February night in Highbury. Yeah, and yeah. My, my mate Joe went, who uh, who'd never heard China. Well, he'd never seen China Drum live back in the day. I don't yeah. think he even knew them that well. But his bandmate was yeah. like, "Oh, this band were fucking everything in the mid nineties to be yeah. come along. Yeah. And they're reforming." So he came along. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those weird ones because you know it's like seeing a reform band is never the same as seeing them like back in the day, especially if you're no. not aware of the tunes. No. And he was just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Damn, yeah. they were really good. Yeah, like, they still I was, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was genuinely surprised about how you know, because me being me, 
um, especially, I don't know, going to see a band that's reformed from that period of my life, I'd always be, it was never going to be shit, even in my yeah. eyes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was so much more than I thought yeah. it was going to be, you know. Yeah. It was like the whole room, it was almost, I don't know, like the whole room was almost on fucking ecstasy. It was just, yeah. I've never, just so much good. There was a lot of love. love. With a lot so of love. Much, and it, it was one of those nights where I, you know, everyone was the same sort of age. You know, you yeah. could, one of those wonderful nights where you could, not that I'd ever do this anymore, but you know, grab hold of strangers, kiss them, and, <laughs> you, and you and you wouldn't miss a word, and you were still just singing along, pints in the air, sweating your face, didn't matter, you know, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was great, so, yeah, China drum, yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. I think yeah, I could probably talk for like the next hour talking yeah. about China drum, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but we must continue. We, we must, must continue. Move on. All right, here we go. What we got? Oh, hello. We got Wild Hearts with Inglorious. Oh. Now. <laughs> now. Young and free and boring us. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this album, more than any others. Um, yeah. And this is the re-release. We should. Yeah, 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 yeah. The re- yeah, the re-release. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're gonna go for the re-release because it's one that's it's one that's got sick and sick of drugs and red light, red light, red yeah. light, green light, and yeah. um whatnot on it um yeah what can you say about you know our lord and savior ginger Wildheart, um one of the most underrated songwriters of all time national treasure you know the, the wild hearts being the classic case of snatching defeat from the jaws of victory time yeah. and time and time yeah. and time again but and, yeah oh, on their day on their day if ginger's in a good place and you go and see the wild hearts it's fucking unbelievable yeah. If it's in a, if he's in a bad place, he'll let you know, and it won't be very good. A band that have soundtracked my life, you know, since I don't know '93, since yeah. I first heard Caffeine Bomb or something, and I've always been there. I'll, I will always listen to whatever Ginger's from his myriad of side projects, whatever yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. coming out. I'll always give it a listen, always, you know. Um, and. Do, and we both met Ginger one night, very briefly. <laughs> well, we saw him across the crowd, didn't we? Yeah. The, the, uh, we went to go and see Nashville Pussy. And uh, the, right. to- the, to- the toilet the toilet, the toilet And uh, group dog drill. But they were under yeah. the name Half Nelson. And Ginger were. walked past us and I went, <laughs> and he said hello back. And I lost Good my night. tiny little teenage mind. Yes, you did. Yeah, it's all been downhill from there, mate. <laughs> it has, it has. Yeah. God. Yeah. That yeah. Was, um, did, was it? Was it the toilet boys that set set fire to the venue? Yeah, we didn't see the toilet boys, so we got to the oh. venue and everyone was coming out and then yeah. re queuing to go back in, and that's when mm. yeah, yeah, that was oh. a great gig. That's great. But anyway, gig. that's that's going off into something else. But yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you know, Wild Hearts long songs, especially back then. I just they couldn't... were all long songs on that that album. They yeah, were all like they were. The, like it's average length, like five minutes or something, six minutes. Like, yeah, they're all yeah. Like schizophrenics, like eight minutes yeah. long. Like let's all do, do the channel box. Like yeah. thirty oh, minutes or something stupid. What, what a song! Night, um, all... Sky Babies. Yeah, Sky, Sky Babies. Babies. <laughs> Sky Babies. Yeah, they're all stupidly long, um, except yeah. for the singles, really. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, I. I could never. I love the fact con- that they released it as a fan only. Yeah. Which I'm still annoyed I didn't buy. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize how cool. limited it would be, but yeah. they released it as a fan only, and then because the record label wouldn't release it, and then they managed to re-release it with like a whole other EP attached to it, yeah, of, of yeah. stuff, 
and it's just still his the consistency that ginger i mean he still has it in his songwriting now you know but like back then you know that that kind of the wild hearts were one of those bands you would always buy the singles because nine times out of ten at least two of the b-sides were going to be better than the a-side yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know what yeah. i mean like yeah, stuff yeah. like was it uh, underkill um sky chaser high yeah um uh, all american homeboy crowds um yeah. god uh, uh you shut your fucking mouth use your fucking use brain Tune. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in fact, I, I digitally recorded all the B sides and I've got them as an album. Yeah. <laughs> so I've all the pretty solid. Before, I copied them off the CDs and put them. Wonderful. Right. Pretty solid album, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ginger, and I, I'm so glad that he he's the way that he's kind of embraced like the internet because the record he wanted to release like three four albums a year you know he wanted to do that and, and you couldn't do that with the whole the way the record companies were back then yeah, yeah. and i'm so glad he's kind of he's kind of got the avenue now that he can he can put out four or five songs a month and the fans yeah. will buy it man because well, the wild the arts fans now, are some it? of the most yeah <clears throat> all you need is a band camp account yeah and you can shove out eps or albums or singles yeah, or however will. you want to release stuff you yeah. just do it yourself and if you've got the audience mm. there and you want to yeah, exactly. and you can afford to do physical you can do that as well but it's just exactly great that's one of the the pluses of the digital age i would say yeah i'd agree with that mate go on mate pick oh all right and get, get in the hat get in the hat of judgment <laughs> oh we've already had this song tangerine but this one's by buffalo tom oh hello shout out to ian perry he's the only person who's picked this so far <laughs> yeah well i listened to that one yeah i was like oh good lad he's chosen the right yeah one. Yeah, so no, he I has. Want to go for the uh, one with Taylor's fade on it. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, uh, let me yeah. come over. Yeah. yeah, let me come over. But yeah, oh, it's a tune. It's a great tune. Um, got yeah. Richard Archer to thank for that one. But uh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Introduced to him. Absolutely loved Buffalo Tom at that time. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think he did me some uh, compilation tapes and stuff. He thought I thought I'd like. And Tangerine was one of the tracks on it. And then I got sleepy eyed, and I was like, wow. Yeah. This is great. I mean, even at the time, it's kind of cheesy, and they're kind of they are they're kind of like like they're 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 a kind of cheesy rock man, but they're so good. It's just yeah, but, about, but it's like I've heard bands playing that sort of stuff, and I'm like, yeah. this is shit. Yeah. But I never thought yeah. Buffalo. You wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? No, no, There's no, something no. about it that's like it's yeah, like with ACDC it, as well. It's like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I can't it's, tell it's, you exactly what it is they're doing, but they're doing it better than everyone else who's doing this kind. Because of it's real. It's just yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and there's a genuine, genuineness, yeah, to it that they just did better because they're they're not you know Buffalo Tom certainly weren't the first I don't know slacker indie rock band yeah 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 you know what I mean but they did it so much you know no 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 not at all (laughs) but I remember buying yeah Sleepy Eyes um it would have been that summer or the summer afterwards um I remember buying it from HMV and the CD cost me £17.50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck record shops. I'm glad they're gone. Fuck them. <laughs> Not, you know, non-chart CDs. Well, is, it's a phrase, you know, try and explain that to kids. I know I go on, on about it a lot on the podcast, but it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And all I'd heard was Tangerine. I hadn't yeah. heard, you know, thank goodness the album's amazing. <laughs> you know it's track two summer oh my god yeah you know i think it was by the time i got to track two i was like 
I think I've made a right choice here. This, you know, yeah. Kitchen Door. Yeah, um, I mean, albums, Kitchen Door um, and Tangerine I were yeah. one of the first two songs I learned on acoustic. Yeah. Definitely two that I tried to get down <laughs> pat on acoustic. I like it's, it's, you know, so, songs like Tangerine uh, were quite important to me in in terms of my like, oh, formative oh. years of like writing songs and stuff like that. It's talking yeah. how to you know what what is a verse, what is a chorus, what yeah. you know melodies kind of go together and stuff like that. And, I do uh, a key change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, mate. Rock rock set taught me that years before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, oh, such such good album, and it's yeah. uh, and and that's it's just a great opening track. It's the fastest like grabbiest yeah. like yeah. like singers track Rollican. on there yeah. i i didn't learn the lyrics for ages so you just make sort of sounds it's just a little hooky to see how much you learn <laughs> what was it that a raspberry foo and <laughs> a raspberry <laughs> foo and a one plus one, plus one is, is you. you like i don't yeah. know what a fucking raspberry foo is you eat it uh, at breakfast i guess but you know yeah i kind of yeah i can't remember what lyrics i made up to replace that when i was <laughs> But that was the thing. It was like when you bought an album and it didn't have, because that didn't have the lyrics in, no. in the inner sleeve. So yeah. you had to make it up. This was pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was pretty Google kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you had no to make it up videos. or, uh, no, yeah. This is why I hate lyric videos. I yeah, want to listen to the yeah. song, not read the lyrics. Exactly. <laughs> I want to listen to yeah. the song. You know, if I want the lyrics on there, I'll put, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll put the, the teletext function on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but Buffalo Tom, just, yeah, just wonderful. I and, mean, that wasn't the only good album they did, you know. They, no. They've got a heck of a back catalog. I mean, look, Red Letter Day is a great album. Yeah, yeah. Red Letter Day is wonderful. So did great song. Yeah, uh, Treehouse is on that as well. Yeah, Treehouse is a great well, yeah. song. Um, yeah, Buffalo Tom. Not the coolest, but they, I hold them They're one in of the so, few bands in that back in the 90s regard. I heard on Radio 1 and Radio 2. <laughs> like, wow. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. I remember, I remember hearing Buffalo Tom on Radio 2 and like, oh, this band's not cool, but Evening Session would play them as well. You know, and John Peel would put them on every now and again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they one of those bands. Nice. What my mum uh, would call a reasonable band. A reasonable band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the vocals were kind of, they're rollicking, but they were clean enough that, yeah, that our yeah, parents yeah. didn't mind it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Brilliant. Here we go. Uh, let, let's talk about when your glasses broke, John, because it's Symposium and Drink the Sunshine. Excellent. 1997's <laughs> mini album, One Day at a Time. Hello, shout out to Wojciech. Hello, mate. Yeah. Um, well, the funny thing is about that is that I nearly didn't go to that fucking gig on my 18th birthday because it sold out really? before I could get a ticket. But then Mark wow. Ritchie couldn't go. And mm. so I bought his ticket. And that's how I got. That's how I ended up going. I think you all blagged on because you're doing a fanzine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you, I could. Do you, can you remember what that fanzine was called? Oh, I don't know. Ah, <laughs> oh, it was called Venger. Venger. Oh God. So yeah. Now well, you know. Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't even. We didn't even finish the first issue, but we got no, a lot of gigs. <laughs> yeah, I remember you designing the logo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you needed. That's all you needed. You just needed a logo. Well, you always start with any venture, the logo. <laughs> Everything else falls into place after that. We'll work exactly. out the details later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that was a gig, though. I think the mosh pit must have fallen yeah. over three or four times during that. In yeah. The first. yeah. Yeah. And it's then crazy. Ross, jumped, Ross stage dived and knocked the lens out of my glasses. And then my glasses were on the floor for most of it anyway. I had to recover them after the gig. Mm. Luckily, popped the lenses back in and they were scratched to fuck. I could still see. But yeah. Still was... You found the lenses after the gig. That's crazy. Yeah, 
I think I, I think on the floor I managed I found a lens so I just pocketed the lenses and like let the frames like you know I'll try and get them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember it being, yeah, chaos from the get go. Be- best best live band of the Brit rock movement. Um, probably yeah for that time in my life. I reckon yeah, if I was yeah. maybe three or four years older. Yes, I, exactly. I, fucking kids yeah. and their stupid bands. I was, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I would be, yeah. I would have yeah. like grown out of it. Yeah. But I think at yeah. that time, being 18, and you felt like, here's a bunch of like people my own age or like, you know, yeah. around our age, yeah. busting yeah. out these feel good tunes, smashing out all the energy, bringing on the Spice yeah. Girls. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was cracking. Yeah. It was absolutely, and that gig was just a sweaty mess. And they were the most consistent band at Reading. Yeah, always, always. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, R- R- Ross Cummins uh, from from Symposium is going to be uh, a future guest oh, on the podcast in season two, and uh, yeah, I I asked him about like the the the, the Reading set when they're on the main stage in '98, and he has he has some wonderful stories to tell. I'm so sure he does. No yeah, spoilers, yeah. but uh, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't let it go. I had to ask him about it, and, yeah, and he was very he he was very kind of you know nice about it and he, he was happy to kind of talk about symposium which which oh, made amazing. me so happy and that um, um i actually i met him very briefly uh oh, god it was called paper planes it was his brother's band uh paper, paper cuts, cuts. Paper he cuts. was in he was in paper cuts as well wasn't he it's a paper yeah, cuts. yeah he, i know he was i'm sure he was in a band called paper cuts or something maybe like it that. was yeah he wasn't a band called paper cuts sorry it was yeah. but it was his bro i think it was his younger brother's band Okay. I saw them play at the Purple Turtle and I met Ross there, yeah. so I had a good symposium chat to him about it, which nice. is good because what I used to do is find the lead singer from Hell is for Heroes in London and be really drunk and then yeah. get him in a corner and tell him how Hell is for Heroes when he's going to symposium. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes. Unbelievable. That's incredible, yeah. mate. Yeah, well, I'm um, But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did that a couple of times and then I had to apologise to him afterwards. But yeah, yeah, symposium were just they were just great at doing those kind of fizzy three yeah. and a half minute kind of bangers you know like farewell the friends farewell to twilight disappear yeah. Yeah. bury you um they were they were they were wonderful and yeah and, and again it's so weird that like you know you had you know you had your premier league of bands you know your oasis yeah, 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 yeah. and all you know and all you know you, you know and you sort of go a bit further down, and even like the bands that didn't even really get that big, like China Drum, like Symposium, and whoever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People of a certain age, like we all still remember Symposium, man. You yeah. say to someone who's in their, I don't know, early forties, like, do you remember Symposium? Like, oh my god, they were fucking incredible live, you know. Oh, by the it way, was... I bought a T-shirt for about a fiver at that gig as well, which was just blue, oh. and it had the little Symposium S on the bottom. Yeah thing and it had symposium written on the back in like helvetica in a small font just above the, the below the neckline right wow. it wasn't a i i think that's probably i mean i probably got rid of it about 10 years ago but i had that t-shirt for like 15 odd years <laughs> it, kept, it, wow. kept, it, it lasted man wow i ain't a fast fashion guy i had that one for years nice he's <laughs> not a fast fashion guy <laughs> amazing yes yeah, symposium there's nothing left to say. We both love them. And yeah, the most consistent band at Reading. They yeah. were fucking and I great. Think even when they did their last show, because of the naughtiness yeah. of the main headlight, I'm glad yeah. it was in that tent. Cause that yeah, was no, it. I was. 
Oh, it was unbelievable. That's the best symposium show I ever saw. When yeah. Suggs came out. Suggs came out. Was, oh, oh, it was unbelievable. And they did great. loads of new songs. Yeah, which ended up being stuff. Yeah, like Hell's <laughs> Hero stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, go on, mate. Have a dip. All right. Oh, telescopes and let me drift away. Wow. Another Richard Archer. Another Richard Archer, and those guys were definitely way before our colleges. <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, that, I that, was just like, that, that album came out. Yeah, it was like you know early uh, early she goes, you know. Yeah. Oh, but that I he told me about the he gave me a spoiler about it as well and said the first track's really like mellow, but then it goes like quite like into it. Mm. And uh, he, he, I've still got the tape, I think. I think I've still got the cassette. I've got yeah, that taste nice. on vinyl now, but I've still got the cassette of the Wonderful. album. And it's got Wonderful. like, um, I'm sure it's got my Bloody Valentine and Lemonheads and stuff on the other side and Dinosaur Junior and Sonic. Oh. Um, but yeah, but that, I remember hearing it, let me just, I was like, oh, this is quite nice. And I thought it would finish. Like when it does that first, uh, it's do, 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 do. Mm. And then it comes back in again. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. we're still going with the slow jam. Yeah. But I did not expect it to get so noisy so fast as soon as that song mm-hmm. finished. It doesn't even like let it fade out. It just no. ends. It's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I've yeah. seen the telescopes live a couple of times. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, one of the times they didn't really play. They played. Um, she falls she screams I think was the only thing I recognised and I couldn't say they were playing the chords from that song when they did it okay. <laughs> it was just a okay. mess of noise and feedback there were three guitars two of them were just doing feedback one of wow. them was smashing the riff through in the bass and then the singer was just going but it was amazing incredible band incredible band and probably I think that album and Vitology by Pearl Jam probably got me interested in more esoteric and weird and out mm. there and not mm. traditional verse chorus music but um as an opening track that faint is it's beautiful because mm. you could put that on and tell your mum it's a reasonable band for that first song anyway yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean yeah telescopes were um, I mean, I've got a lot to thank. We both, I think, got a lot to thank Richard Archer for in yeah, terms yeah. of developing our musical yeah. kind of horizons. Um, but yeah, Telescopes were the band that kind of introduced me to the whole kind of shoegaze. If it hadn't been for listening to Telescopes, I wouldn't have started listening to My Billy Valentine and, you know, Ride, uh, Swerve yeah. Driver, yeah. Uh, you know, all this kind of stuff, which I and I, I, I still love also. I mean, there was, a, I think there was, there was a telescopes album last year or the year before yeah, i listened yeah. to it was, it was it was it was really good heavy going but really yeah. good it almost, it almost sounded like swans in places oh but, nice uh but yeah it's you know wonderful wonderful but i'd like to get that album of vinyl actually um but with all the noisiness and yeah, yeah. That it was re-released a couple of years ago on vinyl oh, okay like purple vinyl so you might oh, you nice. might have some luck finding it uh, yeah, yeah it was uh but with all the noise and the, the screams and sort of <clears throat> loudness of it all it's yeah. still got hooked hooks yeah it has yeah that was the thing that was the thing with all those bands you know they, they went off went off down like a space rock k-hole yeah, yeah but yeah. it always got brought back by this yeah, yeah, big, yeah. be a big riff or just a wonderful kind of shimmering melody almost yeah. almost chorus line and i didn't purposely write choruses but they had choruses for days yeah a lot yeah. of these bands you know yeah 
um yeah be that like i don't know my bloody valentine's uh it's soon yeah or like um uh, leave them all behind by ride stuff yeah. like that just yeah it's fucking incredible absolutely incredible right here we go let's have a dig all right what we got what we got <laughs> we've got Honeycrack, king of misery <laughs> oh wonderful um yeah it's, it's cj's band after he yeah i left or got kicked out i don't fucking know <laughs> did he ever but, leave the, was he never not in the wild hearts he was always in the wild hearts wasn't he no 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 i'm sure he got ki- he got kicked out like before fuck you came out because they i remember at the time like, ginger was like there's only three they of them got mark heads in yeah, for like one single. Single and the top of the pops performance. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. it. You know, um, yeah, um, I, I, I picked up that um, that Honeycrack album on vinyl a couple of years ago. Oh, nice. Um, I managed to get it from Japan, like really cheap. And back in the good old days where there wasn't import tax. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's like limited edition white vinyl, and it's it's still it's still great. Um, you know, sitting at home. Is one of the quintessential King. college tunes. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, yeah, King of Misery. It was, it was, it was, you know, a wonderful, wonderful life. And when we went to see Ginger's 40th birthday gig, yeah, uh, the Marquee or wherever it was, it was I'm at sure, the Barfly, I think. It was it Barfly? Oh, was it Barfly? I thought, I thought it was like the old Marquee. Yeah, it might be the Barfly. I remember it was somewhere really small. Yeah, yeah, it was tiny. Um, I'm sure they did a Honeycrack song. Yeah, like Willie Dowling or or CJ. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they all came. They got Willie Dowling on for quite a few songs, didn't they? But yeah, yeah I'm sure they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, that um, was that was a lot of fun that show. Oh, it, probably is, it was too much fun. We went to go and see Neurosis the night after, and I was fucked. <laughs> I was I was absolutely fucked. I think I was yeah, meant to stay around. Neurosis paid for three hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, that was that was the Jarbo tour, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was amazing, but fuck. <laughs> Yeah, after 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 like the, after a the party. previous night. Yeah, it was like the previous night was like party central, very little sleep, horrendous hangover, and yeah, then going to see the oral equivalent of walking through treacle on ketamine for three hours. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was, oh, it, was it, well, it was you know it was amazing. Right. Oh, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> yeah, honey crack, just quintessential. Kind of, I, I don't even know how to describe them. They were, they were, they were basically a pop band. Yeah, really. I feel like they were like the Wild Hearts, but like really, like more American cheap pop, trick, more cheap trick. Yeah, definitely that old cheap trick vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Certainly, and I yeah. feel that's what CJ brought to the Wild Hearts, and quite like um, like Ginger's like the rock and roller, and he's the one they're doing like you know, making sure it don't get too heavy. You know, keeping yeah, keeping yeah. the keeping the pop sort of cheap trickness in there you uh, know? yeah no, no totally and they have three guitarists as well like five years before maiden did it <laughs> <laughs> i'm still not sure how necessary that was to be honest <laughs> no i know i know because whenever i when i never saw them live but like whenever you there are clips of them online and stuff like yeah. on tfi and whatnot and they're all just playing bar chords <laughs> it's just like you know it, you know in like bands like right in bands like i don't know radiohead i get it man i get it because they're all bringing something completely mm-hmm. different to the tapestry maiden as well but yeah, yeah when you've got just three guitarists all playing like les pauls <laughs> all got the same sound all playing the same fucking bar chords i'm like well <laughs> okay okay <laughs> you know but, but yeah it was it, again just one of the 
myriad of like like bands that are associated with the Wild Hearts, you could probably be- easily associate a hundred bands <coughs> to, to, to the Wild Hearts. Yeah, to be fair, I feel like that one guitarist doing the power chords and the other two just harmonising whatever the other one was doing. Like, yeah, true, <laughs> true. But they they did have like four part harmonies and a lot of honey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the harmonies were insane. Unbelievable. Uh, right, have a, have a dig, mate. Have a dig. Skunk and Nancy selling Jesus. Oh, my goodness me. Hello. Right. Yeah. I bought this album, Paranoid and Sunburn. Sun, sunburn. The yeah. day it came oh, out. Really? When it came out on a Wednesday. Mm. Albums used to come out on a Wednesday. That's right. No, no, no. No, no, no. It was, um, it was a Monday, wasn't it? Monday. Anyway, I went yeah. the first day that they came out. Mm. Because I bought it on cassette. I have money for the CD, but the CDs haven't come into Hunting Denar price yet. So instead, <laughs> so instead I Maybe. bought it on cassette and it was only four quid. So yeah. there you go. And um, mm. oh, I, I listened to the album a little while ago when I knew we were going to do this. Yeah. I was like, oh, I haven't listened to that. I haven't listened to it in ages. And I tried mm. to find the clip of them on, uh, it was either The White Room or... Um, oh, the white room was wonderful. Or, or the word, or, or one of those. Yeah. It was probably the yeah. white room. The, the time it was out, um, but I couldn't find the clip. But um, yeah, selling Jesus is still great. I feel the album hasn't. Time has not been fair to Skunk and Nancy, shall we say? But I feel like they're. Um, that's a great song. Mm. Like selling it's Jesus is a great song, that. and like I can't describe what it was like watching a band with a, a John and a singer back then. Yeah. Like you didn't like it wasn't clear gender wise no. what was going no. on. Not at all. Had on a, a white cross painted across her face, yeah. shaved head, yeah. singing about selling Jesus, lyrics about sticky fingers. And you're just like <laughs> I know it's past the watershed, but what the fuck is this? Is, and like, yeah. Yeah. Whoa, this is amazing. Like yeah. it blew my mind. Like yeah. at the time I was just like, Oh, this is like they were the they were so powerful live as well, man. They were so first, good live. Oh, they're amazing. And then like that first, yeah, that first album and that when that all came out, that they were yeah. I was more fussed about them than any other band. I fucking love that mm. band. Yeah. I, I can dream. I can dream. That was always a yeah. one for me. Especially yeah. off that first album. Oh, it's unbelievable. Um when I saw them uh when would it have been? About five years ago they played the Corn Exchange. Yeah. Uh, a friend a friend of mine had a spare ticket. I was like, Yeah, man, I'll can Nancy. Of course yeah, yeah. and they were they were amazing absolutely amazing and they, they did they did it, it was a greatest hits tour yeah of course nothing more nothing less and it was but it was just banger off the banger you know twisted everyday hurts yeah all of that is oh, yeah. can go whatever it was no cold charlie big potato That's charlie what. big potato that the, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, that had a riff wow yeah yeah I, but the um also they were a band that introduced me to tool because oh, okay. they were on Noisy Mothers, which I used yeah. to record diligently on the VHS, used to make sure there was a blank cassette in, and it was there and ready to go. Always. And they interviewed, and it was right towards the end of it. It would have been like the last run of it, I think, at that time. Mm, mm. And they interviewed... Um, um, oh, God, I've forgotten her name. Singer from Skunk and Nancy. Skin. Uh, skin. <laughs> uh, skin from Skunk and Nancy. I knew it was one word, but I knew Ace was the guitarist. So Skin yeah. from Skunk and Nancy. And she was talking about her favourite videos, and one of her favourite videos was Prison Sex by Tool, which I'd, I'd never heard or seen before. And I watched mm. that, I was like, I don't know what this is. 
but it's really fucking good. And I loved the video. And then the sound was just, it was just one of the creepiest weird. I hadn't had a feeling like that since watching uh, Return to Oz. That's how creeped out I was by that tour video. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> please, please don't bring up Return to Oz. I still can't do it. I so, still can't um, do it. So, so yeah, they opened it to that. And then, yeah, I, I just think they were, I don't know. And they were so enthusiastic about everything they did as well. as going to see. Yeah. I feel like they were yeah. really like, just such a great live band and probably the first time i saw a theremin being used at a kick so yes probably my introduction to the theremin as yeah, well. yeah 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 um yeah just great noises on it. They, uh, one of my one of my favorite things is like when jay-z was doing the big thing of going you know i'm the first black person to headline glastonbury i love the fact that skin just raised the head going sorry mate we did it in 1999 Job yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as if she couldn't be any cooler yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just uh, uh, right here we go. What we got? <laughs> we got rocket from the crypt. Middle. Middle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I didn't write that one down. So I fucking knew you would. <laughs> when yeah. you could record your startup music on your PC. So this is yeah. before everything was computer digital music. When it was very yeah. early on, when you know yeah. you'd have to go to a cafe and pay fifty p for your internet. So everything yeah. was just burn everything off your, your CD to get your music on there. But you could turn your computer on, you could have up to 30 seconds of audio. My 30 seconds of audio when I turned my first laptop on was middle by <laughs> It wasn't a laptop by home computer, so you turned it on and it would play the whole fucking song. I think I only had it for about a month because I was like, this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great for a while, but now it's just like, no, I need to yeah. get on. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this album, we, we were talking earlier about like albums or bands and songs that united the tribes yeah. on a rope was one of those songs that united yeah. everyone people who didn't even like rock music knew on a rope man it was on, i remember you know we all remember it was on top of the pops it was tfi mm-hmm. they they were the coolest bands you know no one looked like them in 1996 it's like they'd been beamed down from they, bloody they had a dance yeah, they had a dancer. He used to play maracas and do the backing vocals with that. They had a whole fucking brass section. No one had a yeah. fucking brass section then. Nope. Nope. They were the uncoolest nope. fucking coolest band. Yep. And like, yep. like, like, this is yep. the time when everyone, like, the art of cool is standing with your hands in your pockets, mumbling some fucking words, and you've got speed on <laughs> his quip and his shiny bowling shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Smashing yep. it out. Oh, but, it was, but they were but they were accepted as just like yeah, yeah. it's rocking from the crypts do you know what i mean yeah. it was just like there was, it, it, that's the thing about this whole period it's just like the freaks took over the mainstream in this country yeah, man yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was just like like every band we've talked about so far they're all completely different from each other yeah do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. you know it's 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 and, and they all this was the mainstream no, no one for a second st- 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 stepped back and was like Oh, Rocky was quite a bit weird, no shiny shirts and broad cream hair. It was just like, yeah, man, you're welcome in this club. It's fine, you know. Yeah. And you know, middle, Blur fans, you know, middle. I mean, just barn burning. What, what an opener! What an opener! Yeah. yeah, we'll just put on this 30 second smasher and then just put yeah. on our first three singles, and then yeah. everything else is just as good. Like, fuck yeah. it, fine. Yeah, yeah. So what is it? It's yeah. middle. Born in '69. Born in '69. Young livers. Livers on a rope. On on a rope. And then it's um uh, oh god what is it after that come see come saw is something um, yeah. I mean yeah what about, what yeah it's, it's it's it is my favorite rocket from the Crypt album yeah you know they've done 
they did a ton of good albums, oh, man. Drop out. Drop out. Drop out. Oh, yeah. what a song. Or Lightning, Fat Lip, Soup City. There's nothing on here that's bad, man. This no, is solid. No. And again, solid and what, we're talking, what we were talking about earlier with like paying obscene prices for non-chart CDs, this was another one that I played 17 quid for. Really? Because I bought yeah. this, I think it was about a tenner. I, and it was mm. between this and uh, another album by a band called Rancid, Outcome the oh, Wolves. No. And Outcome the Wolves was a bit yeah. cheaper. This might have been eleven quid, yeah. and Outcome the Wolves yeah. nine or something like that. Oh, but okay. um, I went, I went, I went with Rock in the Crypt, and I'm not mm. sad about it. I, 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 I no, got the I'm other not, soon enough, but uh, I'm, I made the right choice. Yeah, it's. Um, do you want to tell your Rocky from the Crypt story, the Reading story, but when the power went out? Oh yeah, well, <laughs> the full story is that that was Reading '96, so they were playing the second yeah. tent. And they were meant yeah. to be playing the same time as the Beastie Boys. But the Beastie Boys had a bit of a spat with the Prodigy and the Prodigy yeah. headlined that year. Yeah. Um, and the Beast, it was something to do with the smack my bitch up and the Beastie Boys being like, that's not cool. Yeah. And I went to see Rocket from the Crypt and every, nearly everyone I've told that I went to see, they're like, but that was the Prodigy at like their prime. That was prime, yeah. like the Prodigy. I'm like, mm. give a fuck. Rocket from the Crypt were playing in a tent. <laughs> I went, like, I went to, I went to see the Prodigy. So <laughs> they, no, they no. throw out fucking free shoes. So, so the power went out halfway through their set, and so they did a. Yeah. They got people up on stage to no, pe- they got people to throw their shoes on stage, and they were throwing shoes out. So they, these were like the shoes they threw out were like brothel creepers, and it had the artwork from the On a Rope single painted on. Oh the front my of them. god, were, like, amazing! They were beautiful, man. So beautiful. People chuck shoes, and they'd literally just they were just throwing. The like a guy next to me got one. I was like, oh, like if I could survive for the next two days with having only one shoe. Because this yeah. is like a size six shoe. I'd be like, I'd be fighting for that. Um, <laughs> but they did that. They had a dance off. They had a drum competition. They uh, Speedo got a, like a fucking DM. This is the second day of the Reading Festival. Ooh. Filled it with beer and chugged the beer out of it. <laughs> and then they just kicked back in. But it was, I went, I rarely go to the front. I normally work my way to the front once a band started because the crowd yeah. loosens up a bit. And it's kind of, because yeah. I'm tall as well, people get pissed off. But on this one, I was like, I'm going to go around the side and I'm going to go to the front and I'm going to fucking dance my ass off. And I molested the first four songs and I was like, this is way too crazy for me. <laughs> and I'd like been in pits with Slayer before then. And like, yeah, 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 yeah. But Rocket from the Crypt was just insane. It's just insane. It was just a massive, massive party. When the dancer comes out and falls on his ass in the first two seconds of the opening song. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you like, know it's going to be a good night. Yeah, you know it's going to be a good night. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah and again just one of those bands that because they weren't massive in this country but yeah it was huge but you know overall they weren't like you know they're a no. cult band but again yeah, yeah. if you say to people you know now do you remember rocket from the crypt they were like yeah man on a rope no 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 everyone I mean, yeah that. i went to see him everyone like, remembers it three four years ago Saw him at yeah. Electric Forum, still great. Mm. And I mean, Hot yeah. Snakes as well. Hot Snakes are still yeah. going. Oh, still fucking oh, amazing. Hot Snakes, unbelievable. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, great bands. All Speedo, around. man. Jeez. Well done, Speedo. That's... Well Hail done, the sir. Army. Hail the yes, army. yes, please. Right. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, go, mate. Therapy. Church of Noise. Oh, hello. Hello. Got a bit of therapy. The greatest band of all time. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, hot take. I have, I have no qualms in telling you that I once told uh, Andy Carnes in the toilet whilst having a wee next to him that I thought uh, that that album was one of their mm. finest albums. And I put, it it's probably it's between my second and third favourite because it keeps, it keeps switching faces with Suicide Pact. Trouble Gum's always one. 
I'm of sorry. Course. I know. It just is. No, no, you don't need to apologise. It just is. It just is. It's so perfect. It's but I love... And the other two, my two favourites, are like the polar opposites. So, like, you've got their pop album, yep. which is which is uh, semi-detached. Yeah. yeah. Church and Noise is probably the loudest song on there. Um, noise is song on there. And you've got Suicide Pack, which is their weirdo, experimental, noisy mm-hmm. album. Mm. And they're my two favourites after Troublegum because I just think mm. they're both perfect at, at what they do. Yeah. And I know Andy said that like he loves that album, but he just feels it needs a bit more grit under mm. its ball. Mm. Like it's too mm. poppy. Um, but I, I just fucking think the choruses on that like yeah. album are. Oh, to die for. Just yeah, tight, to die tight, for. Tight, tight, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Lonely crying only is just Lonely crying only is, is my, how that song is not a top ten hit from yeah. that time. I, I don't know. I know. It's just yeah. perfect, perfect. It's up there with Everlong for me in terms of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just perfect. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it is. It's you know, all the fat's been stripped away. It's like you know, it's not even two minutes long. I don't think yeah. it's just it's everything's there. It doesn't need any more. Um, yeah. I remember, you know, when Church Noise came out, because they'd been away for like three years by this point. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Infernal Love was 95. Yeah. And, and this is what I always say, uh, you know, about ther- therapy were, were that big in 95. They sub-headlined Metallica uh, at mm. Donington that year. They were above every, I know, man. And I, it was there, man. And they it, had a cello. It, yeah, it, it blows <laughs> my mind that they were sub-headlining um, many years later, I found out that it was meant to be Alice in Chains, but Alice in Chains were obviously in no fucking state to do anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, they got one of the biggest bands in Europe at the time who were therapy, which is amazing, you know. Um, but they've been away three years. And in those three years, man, the rock landscape had changed completely. Where, like, rock music was in 95, with the whole Brit rock stuff and all that. And they went away, and then they come back in 98, where it's, you know, Corn, Follow the Leader, Soulfly, Limbiscuit. Um, but they were still given, you know, I remember being on the front cover of Kerrang! Well, like when Semi Tax come out, and still good reviews and stuff. But yeah. it was like, it, that album, it just it died, dropped like a Yeah, stone, I think you know? the it label, it was a lot. The label yeah, the, yeah, they were fucked. Yeah, the label were fucked. They were fucked over by the label, oh, really, on that yeah. album. They just didn't get the marketing it needed to push it. No. There's no. great songs on that album. Yeah, it's undeniable, and I think it's. And the thing I love about therapy is just, you know, they never split, you know. No, they're still going, yeah, they're still doing it. They're still, yeah, they're still, still quality. Still good, consistent albums, man. And it's like Andy Cairns has always said um, that if they'd done like a Pixies and they'd split after, say, Infernal Love, yeah. if they'd come back 20 years later, they would have been headlining Reading. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Because I think, I could, because, you know, Trouble Gun was that big. I do generally think that, that they would come I back. I think like they're a, a much a better band band's. now than the Pixies are. I'd oh, of course. Much, Jesus. I'd much rather yeah. go out and buy a new, new Therapy album than a new Pixies album. Oh, I've no interest in the Pixies album. They're all, you know, no, no, exactly. Really Rat Boys. Yeah. Fucking toilet. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> and one of the most, yeah, just incredibly, incredibly underrated songwriter. His lyrics are funny as fuck. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a lovely man. Uh Again, he's going to be a future guest uh, on the podcast, and it was it was lovely spending a bit of virtual time with my absolute musical hero. And yeah, long may they continue. And I know, I know they're recording a new album at the minute; it'll be out next year. They're touring next year, and it's great. You know, 
you don't really get many bands who have been going over 30 years, especially a band who yeah. never really got massive, massive. They were big for a year. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then they just went back to being a cult band again. But, there's, yeah. you know, still going. It's incredible. I love it. Yeah. Right, we've got two we've got two minutes left. All right. So, well you do one then and well, I'll do one and we'll call it a okay. let's, let's go on. Let's do one more each. All right, all right, let's do one more each. All right, let's do it. Uh <laughs> we got Ocean Colour Scene, the Riverboat song. Oh you can't <laughs> <laughs> one of my biggest regrets is ever liking that fucking arsehole of a band. Jesus Christ, they were awful. I fucking love that song because of that stupid riff to that stupid opener. Oh, God. I can't believe how much I like that band at that time. We all did at the time, and we all bought Mosley Shoals. Mosley Shoals was one of those albums that everyone fucking bought. I had it for work. You know, everyone bought it, and then I realised very quickly that Riverboat song was like by far and away the best song on there. I was like, oh, and it got to track four. I was like, oh, oh. Even then, even when I was like eighteen, and everything was brilliant. You know what I mean? (laughs) Everything's brilliant. Every hey, oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's best thing ever. And I, I, yeah, by the end, I was like, oh, maybe I should have just bought the singles. I blame Daniel Hopkinson for forcing me to buy it. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that's that's you, it's a good it's a good riff. It's a good riff. It is. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's a riff that's kind of it's so tied to that time because mm. of TFI. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. For better or for worse. Yeah. It it just it just is. And it, it's just one of those riffs that yeah, will always be tied. Such to, a, such a basic twelve bar. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I, I can't um, believe I'm actually sitting here in defence. But no, but it's a good tune. It is. It's a good, a good tune. tune. I've played it at nineties nights. Yeah, and I guarantee before it even gets to that third fucking note, people are going, yeah. You know, all you need to do is da da da. Like if you put on place your hands at a rock night, yeah, everyone's like, yeah, dance floor fills for better or for worse, you know, you know, I know, you know, I, I, you know, I know you could be cool and put a few Gazi B side on, <laughs> or you know, or you could, or you could go fuck it, I have no soul and put on break stuff. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, you know, what's going to work yeah. in a club? Yeah, I know, I know. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ocean Colour scene, man. They were terrible yeah. bands, but they had Can't a couple of bangers. Hundred yeah. Mile High City is a good song. Yeah, yeah. There was one other I used to play on guitar, but I can't remember what it was. But it was a slow one that was. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Oh, Robin. Did you used to play Robin? Robin Richie? Hood. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. See, you were even a fucking hipster back then, mate. You used to play fucking B sides. He was like, I yeah, I'm, I'm not quite. You're so fucking I, I, elitist. I, I, <laughs> even back then, you were elitist punk rock prick. <laughs> I can only play I can only play the songs that are in G C and D. I can't fucking play anything else. If it was a bar chord, if I had a one bar chord in it or like some weird fucking B chord, I'd be like, no, not playing that. Not playing that, mate. No, no. Sorry, mate, I don't do B chords. Yeah, yeah. I just one finger riffs, I <laughs> Right, let's do do one more, mate. What's your last choice? Oh, God, this is a nice one. It's all true by the Lemonheads. Oh, the fucking Lemonheads, man. And 
Car Button Cloth is still my favourite Lemonheads album. And I don't care if everyone says shame about rain. You're probably right. But time and place and what yeah, I was at that. Car, car, car Button Cloth is wonderful. has so many good songs on it. Mm. It's a good yeah, um, We all saw them together at Reading, which was like their last gig before Here's they the split. Thing. You know, Here's the thing um, at that Reading show, because I remember a whole bunch of you went to see them at the Junction. Yeah, they were great. General feedback were, from that yeah, was, poor, was that they poor. were awful, right? Yeah. And at that yeah, day, were. I think we were like, I can't remember. I was. I think, were Weezer playing that same day? There was a no, big, Weezer there was another, there. there was another band that we were more excited about, and they were a bit dull. And then Lemonheads came on, and yeah. just played the perfect sunny day festival yeah. set. Yeah. Yeah, like I remember rudderless being a religious experience, yeah, yeah, you know, it was, and it was man. just it was stunning. Right. And like he even caught an orange. I remember him catching an orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I still remember that. I just remember him just put his hand out catching a fucking orange. He had this awesome kind of brown blazer on. Um, looked like he hadn't slept in a week. Um, yeah. And yeah, th- they just played a perfect, perfect great hit set. Confetti, rudderless, it's all true. Uh, if yeah. I could talk, I'll tell you. I mean, uh, break the me. Two. It's all true. If I could talk, I'll tell you. First two tracks of Carbot and Cloth. Yeah. What a one, two, man. Hospital track four. Yeah. Hospital. You can't Hospital. really play that song anymore, but it's such a tune. It's such a basic, <laughs> basic tune. That's yeah. got to be so many indie kids from the 90s, like my first guitar song that I learned. I'm num- I mean, <clears throat> the, the song that, that I always loved um, the most off the album is The Outdoor Type. Um, um, I I actually play um, um, good friends of mine. Um, like when when Matt Deacon and Juliet got married yeah. uh, a few years ago, now they 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 asked me to uh, to play the outdoor type as they're walking back down oh, the aisle. I was my wife, and it was uh, I was so fucking honoured. And I was like, that's a cover though, isn't yeah. it? That's a cover. Of it is a cover of uh, yeah. blah, 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 blah. the the guy that Evan Dando wrote all the songs with Tom. Somebody it was his Australian band. Like a load yeah. of like. Um, I think Confetti was a, is one yeah. of their – I can't remember what the band was called now, but they're really good bands. Um, they're just like the Australian version of the Lemonheads, basically. But, yeah, yeah, it it was – it was yeah, they, they were so good. Yeah, I, I love Car Button Cloth. Uh, um, what's the song on there? Um, Tenderfoot. That's yeah, brilliant. it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Such uh, and they're such a solid band. I mean, I know, like, not yeah. all their albums are gold, but even, like, some of their later stuff. Yeah, but what was the the self titled one? It was produced yeah, by yeah. a fucking dude from Descendants. Was it Bill Bill Stevenson produced it? Was it? Yeah. Or did he play drums yeah. on it or something? I think oh, I'm sure Bill yeah, Stevenson played drums on it. That one. Um, yeah, yeah, good album, man. Fucking great yeah. album. Really um, good. Bill Stevenson produced it, yeah, and Evan mm. Dando produced it with me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that first yeah. song, uh, Black Gown, Become the Enemy. Yeah, yeah. wonderful. Top tunes on it. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we, we went to see um, we went to see the Lemonheads. Uh, what was it, about th- three and a half years ago they played at the junction and like they must have played about 25 fucking songs man the first literally like they did the first 10 songs without even pausing for breath it was like mm. a punk rock gig you know like I, I think they opened with like fucking confetti straight into shame back race straight into its <laughs> orchard it was it was fucking ridiculous it was ridiculous yeah and yeah lemon has just more than any other, probably along with like therapy, soundtracked my 90s kind of highs and lows and teenage angst and everything. Yeah. More so than any other, really. And yeah, I 
I what I loved about the Lemonheads more than anything else is I could work out how to play most of their fucking songs. Yeah, they were fucking fun. <laughs> they, they were folk songs. And yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. all sounded wicked on acoustic yeah, guitar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you Hospital know. is like the simplest, simplest tune yeah. to learn yeah. to play. But yeah, it's all true. What a tune. What a Hospital great man. tune. And, and they yeah. were everywhere every, at that point, weren't they? Because he was yeah. painting that supermodel. So they got them, like, uh, yeah, it was yeah, and it was and it was like he was like best mates with Noel Gallagher at the time. Yeah, and, yeah, and all of that. And uh, no wishes yeah. he could write a song as good as Evan Dando. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> well, he, he he got pretty close to acquiesce, but it's still no confetti. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think we're out of time, my friends. Oh god damn! Over, so but... many more names in the hat. <laughs> I know, but look, see, look, you know, we, we didn't. Oh, have let's time see, we didn't, we didn't have time for uh, the Wild Hearts. I want to go where uh, the people go. Oh, mate, yeah, we didn't have time for the Almighty. I'm going to total. Oh, we didn't uh, have time for uh, Sham sixty nine. Tell us the truth. <laughs> because you put that Reading poster up, and I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, we have to have Sham sixty nine if we're going to talk about Reading. Yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I didn't have time for Silver Sun. Oh, didn't have time for Ash Lose Control, which oh, is mate. I think. That album's not great. I've listened back to it. It's too long. There's too many slow yeah. burners on it. If yeah. that's if that yeah. album was 10 tracks rather than 14, yeah, it could have been a classic. But yeah, that is one of the best opening tracks of any album of that time. In terms of opening yeah, tracks on an album, yeah. Yeah. it's Amazing. fucking perfect. Starts yeah. with the sound of an X-wing and then just yeah. has that... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just... And it just doesn't relent. And you're like, no, yes, I'm in. And then there's three fucking ballads... It's like, yeah. what are you doing, Ash? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was too many ballads. <laughs> that was always my problem with that first Ash. That's why like, my favourite Ash album is Nuclear Sounds. Yeah. Um, you know, the one after Vaughn where he had the fucking yeah, breakdown yeah. was doing too much cocaine yeah. in New York. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we didn't have time for Three Colours Red. Oh. Unbelievable. Karang Quiz Champions. Current Karang Challenge Champions. We also didn't have time for Fu Manchu's Evil Eye. Oh mate, the greatest dunga dunga riff of all time. <laughs> One of the greatest bands of all time, John. Thank you ever so much for, for spending my birthday with my friends. Oh, That's been a lot of good fun. Great. I'm off to eat a shitload of cake. Good lads, <laughs> me and all. I'm gonna have another beer. <laughs> yeah. all right. Nice one. Cheers, no, it's been beautiful. Thanks, man. And there we go. Cheers, John, for the laughs and the song choices. Cheers to all you lovely lot out there for indulging me in my night's obsessions. I mean, come on, it's my birthday, right? When else am I going to get to do it? So yeah, season two will be along fairly soon. And uh, some of the guests I've got lined up uh, include some of my favourite podcast presenters, 90s Mercury Prize nominees, Brit Rock frontmen, PR legends, world-renowned street artists, acoustic troubadours, and many, many, many more. So uh, cheers for uh, holding on in regards to season two and your patience will be rewarded in the very near future. And uh, thanks for all the listens, likes and shares throughout 2021. It's been an incredible journey so far. And uh, be cool out there. Stay clean, stay healthy and fuck the Tories. Adios. Top five side ones. Side ones. Track ones. You've been listening to the Track One Side One podcast with me, your host, Gaz Jones. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter by searching for Track One Side One podcast to keep fully up to date with all future guests. And there will also be Spotify playlists linked to each episode. So please check all that out and I'll see you soon.